Welcome to the weekend everyone. The Lord be with you. I do hope it will be a time of enjoyment and rest over the next couple of days and that you might find some downtime to just relax. Our reading today is from Jeremiah chapter 8 verses 22 to chapter 9 verse 11. And this section of Jeremiah is describing uh, sin and its consequences. And um, there's a lot in Jeremiah this week that kind of relates to what's going on in our world, really, in terms of, you know, disaster and fear and all those things that are going on and feeling unsettled and uh, and looking at what the world is, you know, people in the world are doing. You know, there's still people doing things that... Are abhorrent to us and so it just feels like the chaos that Jeremiah is describing is the same that we, we're living uh, at the moment in 2020 and uh, like the Bible says in Ecclesiastes there is nothing new under the sun so hum- human beings don't change uh, but the only way we can change is by committing ourselves to being uh, people of God. But anyway, uh, uh, enough of me. Here's uh, Jeremiah chapter chapter 8, verse 22, to chapter 9, verse 11. Is there no balm in Gilead? Is there no physician there? Why then is there no healing for the wound of my people? Oh, that my head were a spring of water and my eyes a fountain of tears. I would weep day and night for the slain of my people. Oh, that I had in the desert a lodging place for travellers so that I might leave my people and go away from them for they are all adulterers, a crowd of unfaithful people. They make ready their tongue like a bow to shoot lies. It is not by truth that they triumph in the land. They go from one sin to another They do not acknowledge me. Beware of your friends. Do not trust anyone in your clan, for every one of them is a deceiver and every friend a slanderer. Friend deceives friend and no one speaks the truth. They have taught their tongues to lie. They weary themselves with sinning. You live in the midst of deception. In their deceit, they refuse to acknowledge me, declares the Lord. Therefore, this is what the Lord Almighty says. See, I will refine and test them, for what else can I do because of the sin of my people? Their tongue is a deadly arrow, it speaks deceitfully. With their mouths they all speak cordially to their neighbours, but in their hearts they set traps for them. Should I not punish them for this, declares the Lord? Should I not avenge myself on such a nation as this? I will weep and wail for the mountains and take up a lament concerning the wilderness grasslands. They are desolate and untravelled, and the lowing of cattle is not heard. The birds have all fled, and the animals are gone. I will make Jerusalem a heap of ruins, a haunt of jackals, and I will lay waste the towns of Judah, so no one can live there. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, Stephen Wiley 
in his reflection today, he entitles it, That I Might Weep. And he chooses verses 1 to 2 of chapter 9 as the focus verses. Oh, that my head were a spring of water, and my eyes a fountain of tears, so that I might weep day and night for the slain of my poor people. Oh, that I had in the desert a traveller's lodging place, that I might leave my people. So he says, when Jesus wept over Jerusalem in Luke chapter 19, verse 41, he was deeply sad at the failure of the people to recognise the things that make for peace. Over the centuries, prophets expressed profound sorrow when they saw the failures of their nation. Jeremiah, deeply emotionally tied to his people, feels torn. He longs to be apart from his people, for they have forsaken God. But although he distrusts them, he also loves his people. He loves them, and the thought of their destruction is terrible to him. In this he is unlike Jonah, who is angry to see disaster averted by God's compassion toward Nineveh, which can be found in Jonah chapter 4, verses 1 to 2. Global climate change is referred to by some as slow violence, a gradual destruction of environments and livelihoods, especially affecting the world's poorest people. Although a disaster for some, climate change is possible for others to ignore. Its creeping violence requires millions of people in wealthy countries to come together to make a commitment to live more simply in ways that are sustainable for the whole planet. The number of times Jeremiah speaks to a people who do not heed him as echoes of those who speak about climate change and the potential catastrophic warming of the planet. It might be tempting to run away or, alternatively, to condemn those around us who are not taking the risks seriously. But like Jeremiah, we need to keep speaking, stay in touch with our emotions and remember that those in denial about this violence and the potential consequences are our people too. And he, uh, for further thought, he says to ask ourselves, am I like Jonah? wanting God to punish others? How can I remember that all God's children are worth protecting? Let us pray. Jesus, our light in the gloom, you have known our sorrows as well as the joy of resurrection. Release in us the tears that lead to you, the water of life. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayers. Let us today remember that in the midst of turmoil and change, God brings peace. 
in our parish prayers today, we pray for Father Larkin and our friends at St. Patrick's Church. We pray, Lord, that they be kept safe and protected from COVID and united in prayer and in faith with all of us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And remember those who live and work on Industrial Road, John Street West, Ladston Towers, Langton Street, Laurel Mount, Lee Street, Lime Tree Court and Linden Place. <clears throat> may your presence be felt in those places, Lord. And may in the midst of the turmoil of COVID and... Um, social problems, loss of work, uh, not enough money to go around, all those things in the midst of all that, that we might know your peace and your protection and that you will provide for those in need through those who serve and follow you. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And our 6pm prayer for today is going to be for the national and local government. So we pray for those who are in positions of authority with responsibility for decision making at a national and a local level during this, these difficult days. We ask that God would give great wisdom, deep commitment to all, and right judgment in all things. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And we pray together. Our Father, in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, for the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. Amen. And so, as we continue our weekend, may the God who mourns with his people, the Son who sacrificed his own life, that we might experience the depths of God's love and the Holy Spirit, whose presence of peace never leaves us, Bless us all today, tomorrow, and forever. Amen. So, have a lovely day, everyone. And I'll see you tomorrow um, when we'll finish Stephen Wiley's week on uh, Jeremiah. And... Um, look forward to next week okay well bye for now